Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This morning, united in grief, hundreds of mourners gather to remember nine-year-old Charlize Mutton, her alleged killer now behind bars. Booster wait time slashed when you can get yours. Plus, will COVID isolation be shortened further? The worker crisis goes before National Cabinet. One hour to go, thousands of HSC students to find out their results. And Glenn Maxwell's stars make history in the Big Bash. We have been treated Ricky Pond into one of the great innings in T20 cricket. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. There's been an outpouring of grief over the loss of nine-year-old schoolgirl Charlize Mutton. Hundreds of mourners gathered outside Tweed Heads Public School in northern New South Wales overnight, sharing stories and remembering Charlize as generous, funny, loving and kind. Her mother's fiancé is behind bars, charged with her murder. Heads bowed, hearts heavy, they gathered outside Charlize Mutton's school. Hundreds of mourners, including friends and classmates, united in their grief. She had the best manners, always so polite, courteous, and a wonderful conversationalist. We thank you all for coming to recognise and celebrate the dearly missed life of Charlize. May her soul fly high as she begins her next journey. Holding each other close, lighting candles, and remembering a little girl taken too soon. The nine-year-old's body was discovered in a barrel near the edge of the Colo River on Sydney's northwestern outskirts. Police are yet to discover why, but they say they know who is to blame. Her mother's fiancé, Justin Stein, reported Charlie's missing last Friday. She'd been staying on his family property in the Blue Mountains. Many of those investigative strategies revealed inconsistencies in two versions provided to us by the accused. Police track Stein's movements via GPS, which is how they knew where to look and why divers were brought in so early. The accused was denied bail yesterday and he's due to face court again in March. For the little girl's grandmother, who let her travel to Sydney to reconnect with her mother... How much pain uh, she's got to bear losing a grandchild, it's unfathomable. Her father, also distraught. We will get the answers for you, baby, and we will honour you properly. This is not the end of you or your story. And from the Prime Minister... Having heard that news, that's... It's just devastating. Jacinta Lee, 7 News.
Millions of Australians can get their booster shots much earlier than anticipated. Several states have slashed the wait time between second and third COVID jabs to just three months, down from four. The change has already come into effect in Victoria, the ACT and South Australia. It will be implemented in New South Wales from Friday. New South Wales businesses could soon be thrown a lifeline with the government looking to resurrect the Job Saver program. The new scaled back version of the scheme would include fortnightly payments for struggling companies to help them through the Omicron outbreak. Meantime, Queenslanders stranded overseas can begin to make travel plans with quarantine for vaccinated international arrivals ending on Saturday. The South Australian Premier has claimed his rapid antigen test supply is being hijacked by eastern states. Stephen Marshall has penned a letter to the ACCC asking them to investigate. Uh, taken by another state. Well, that's um, outrageous. We need to understand what has happened. The Prime Minister and fellow Premiers flatly deny the claims. COVID isolation periods could soon be even shorter. That's one of the topics up for discussion at a highly anticipated National Cabinet meeting today. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Taylor. Walk us through what's on the agenda. Good morning, Jody. Well, state leaders are holding their line in pushing through this latest Omicron outbreak with the possibility that isolation periods could be eased even further. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says health experts are actively reviewing isolation requirements, including dropping the isolation period to five days from seven days for positive patients following a similar move by the United States. National Cabinet is also set to discuss testing requirements for a essential workers to ease demand on rapid antigen tests, get an update on the pressure on hospital systems and discuss schools reopening. As Scott Morrison urges Australia, there is light at the end of this COVID tunnel. As we face Omicron, we must respect it, but we should not fear it. We must respect it with sensible, balanced rules, sensible precautions Meanwhile, another vaccine visa stoush is developing with pro-surfer Kelly Slater being warned he has no chance of getting into the country if he is not vaccinated for upcoming events. Slater has previously said that he is against vaccines, but that stance may seriously interrupt his upcoming schedule. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Three men have been arrested in Sydney, accused of stealing half a million dollars worth of rapid antigen tests from a storage facility. Facility. The tests had just arrived at a mascot depot when 42,000 of them were looted. It couldn't come at a worse time. The rat supply is so tight that pharmacists are being swamped with calls and some say they've been abused by aggressive customers. In less than an hour's time, thousands of students in New South Wales will finally find out their HSC results. The ATAR will be released by SMS, email and online at 6am. Just over 100 students already have an idea of their marks, with the first in-course list released yesterday. ATAR-based university offers will come out next Wednesday. 
Controversial Queensland MP George Christensen will step down from his lucrative position as the chair of a parliamentary committee in the wake of criticism over his anti-vaccination comments. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has revealed high-level talks have been held to discuss Christensen's future after the coalition backbencher urged parents not to vaccinate their children. Christensen will remain in parliament and insists he's stepping down from the committee of his own accord. Tennis Australia is being accused of paying astronomical legal fees for Novak Djokovic's visa deportation fight. A former Melbourne mayor, John Locko, made the claims. He says he's seen documentation which proves Tennis Australia paid the tennis star's bills. He also claims it paid for Djokovic's flight from Dubai to Melbourne, along with his accommodation in Melbourne. The organisation hasn't responded. An out-of-control ute has ploughed into an Adelaide home and it was all caught on camera. The vehicle is seen slamming into the bedroom window before reversing out and hitting a nearby fence. Just minutes earlier, two kids were playing in that same room before their grandmother moved them into the lounge. I'm really so blessed that I had because... <sighs> Sorry. Incredibly, the grandmother says she's not angry at the driver, saying God was watching over her family. Four people, including an 11-year-old boy, have been plucked from the water after their boat flipped off WA. Hanging on for life, they had to stay afloat for an incredibly long time, four hours in the scorching sun. One of them dived down to retrieve a flare so they could call for help. Nobody was injured. A landmark ruling could drastically reduce the places Queenslanders are allowed to smoke. A Gold Coast unit owner has been banned from smoking on their balcony after a resident took a complaint to the body corporate commissioner. They claimed the chain smoking was a health hazard and the commissioner agreed. It opens doors for other Queenslanders to take their disputes to the next level. Melbourne vets have worked to save the life of a majestic wedge-tailed eagle. The bird was badly injured after being hit by a car before specialists helped nurse it back to health. The wedge-tailed eagle is Australia's largest bird of prey, but this one almost became roadkill. It was found by a passing driver in Beaconsfield Upper, traumatised and unable to fly. Any animal being hit by a car, that's a lot of percussive force, so fractures are really common. He was taken to the Australian Wildlife Centre where vets feared he'd never fly again. The bird is so large, with a wingspan of more than two metres, specialists had to take eight x-rays. Luckily, he only suffered bruising and after some therapy, was carefully boxed up and ready to take flight. He was able to sustain about four metres flight and get up about two metres off the ground, so he was doing really well. Animal experts say cars are one of the biggest threats to wedge-tailed eagles. This bird must have been very lucky to have hit on the right angle or only had a glancing blow. He was taken to a remote location and released into the wild, able to soar once more. Kathleen O'Connor, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,841 US dollars an ounce, oil 87 US dollars a barrel, the Aussie dollar buying 72.3 US cents, 80, almost 83 Japanese yen, and $1.06 New Zealand. 
New pictures have emerged of the devastation caused by the tsunami in Tonga. Posted on social media by the Kingdom of Tonga's consulate, the images show the Pacific Islands covered in a film of ash. Hundreds of homes were wiped out by 15-metre waves. Pope Francis says he's praying for the people of Tonga. Washington has issued a stark warning Russia could invade Ukraine at any moment. Let's go live now to Miley Hogan in the US. Good morning, Miley. There's a desperate diplomatic mission underway to prevent a war. Jody, tensions have increased dramatically quickly and in a last-ditch effort to prevent an invasion, the US has sent its Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, over to the Ukraine to again pledge Washington's support for the country and also once again try to convince Russia to take a peaceful diplomatic path out of this situation. It comes as video shows hundreds of uh, tens of thousands of troops gathered on the border near Ukraine performing military exercises. It's believed 100,000 troops are gathered there with the White House saying it believes Russia can double those forces in a short amount of time. The Secretary of State will meet with other European allies to discuss the next steps before he meets with his Russian counterpart in Geneva on Friday. There, he will renew America's warning that an invasion will trigger punishing sanctions. will have massive consequences for Russia if it engages in further aggression uh, against Ukraine. Uh, and as we've noted, this will have financial components, uh, economic components, uh, export control components, uh, etc. Russia is calling for a guarantee that NATO will not expand closer to its territory. Russia has also rejected the US allegations that it is planning to invade Ukraine. Jody. Okay, Miley Hogan in the US, thank you. Prince William has sidestepped a question from a reporter on his uncle Prince Andrew's impending civil sex abuse trial during his first outing for the year with wife Kate. Your Royal Highness, can I just ask, do you support Prince Andrew? Sorry, I can't hear you. Do you support Prince Andrew? Have you spoken to him recently? Have you spoken to him recently? The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge stepped out to visit the Foundling Museum and shine a light on the challenges faced by foster children in the UK. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is defying calls to resign over a string of lockdown flouting government parties. Johnson was grilled during question time in Parliament, a former member of his cabinet turning against him. You have sat there too long for all the good you have done. In the name of God, go. It's believed a confidence vote could be triggered within days. The head of a human trafficking gang responsible for the deaths of 39 migrants in the UK has been sentenced to 15 years in jail. A Belgian court also ordered Vo Van Hong to pay a $1.4 million fine over the people smuggling tragedy, finding those to blame had cynically exploited the victims. The bodies were found inside a lorry east of London in 2019. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. In sport, Glenn Maxwell has put on one of the greatest T20 knocks ever as records came tumbling down at the MCG. Playing his 100th Big Bash game, he went berserk, becoming the first player ever to surpass 150 runs. His unbeaten knock, combined with Marcus Stoinis's own quick-fire half-century, pushing the Stars to two for 273, the biggest ever team total. Perhaps the Hurricanes could have limited the damage by not resting Ashes hero Scott Boland, instead they went down by 106 runs. Earlier, Cameron Boyce became the first bowler in the league's history to take a double hat-trick, but it wasn't enough for the Renegades, the Sydney Thunder pipping them by a single run in a final over thriller. The first week of finals is locked in. The Hurricanes will face the Strikers in the Eliminator, the winner then meeting the Thunder in the knockout for the chance to progress to week two. Of course, the Big Bash finals will be live on seven. New Zealand travel restrictions have forced the Kiwi cricket team to indefinitely postpone its one-day international and T20 series against Australia. A statement revealed uncertainty over return quarantine arrangements led to the decision. The Black Caps were set to arrive for the White Ball Tour next week. Officials say they're working to reschedule the series. John Millman went down fighting in a straight sets loss to world number three Alexander Zverev. The Aussie tested Zverev early in the match, but the German proved too much to handle. Defending champion Naomi Osaka stormed through to round three, taking just 20 minutes to clinch the first set in her win over Madison Brengel. US surfer Kelly Slater has been warned he has no chance of getting into Australia without being vaccinated against COVID. The federal sports minister has reportedly told the 11-time world champion it will be almost impossible for him to enter Victoria or Western Australia for World Surf League events in April. Gabriel Medina could also be forced to sit them out, but the world number one says he is getting his jabs soon. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs in the north are gaining moisture, triggering scattered showers and storms in northern Western Australia, the Northern Territory, Queensland and New South Wales, some intense. The trough in the west is helping bring dry, very warm and gusty winds into WA's west, leading to elevated fire danger. A high is keeping the south dry. Around the capitals now, Brisbane showers today, heading for a top of 28 degrees. Sydney, some possible showers, 25. Canberra, partly cloudy, heading for 21. Melbourne, sunny and 30 degrees. Hobart, a top of 23 with clouds clearing. Adelaide, sunny, heading for a top of 35 degrees. Perth, 39 and sunny. And Darwin, 33 with a possible storm. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 20th of January, 2022.